the F1 Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by SGPN Fantasy. Dominate your draft with the free SGPN Draft Kit. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash draft kit. And the free roll football contest is back, and it's better than ever. $5,000 up for grabs in our NFL contest and $1,500 in our brand new college football contest. Sign up exclusively in our Discord, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Get ready for speed. You just wait, sunshine. You just wait. Get ready for the passion. To whom it may concern you. Get ready for the raw emotion. Si, ragazzi! Grazie, grazie, grazie! Dai, forza Ferrari! Get ready for the F1 Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Z. I'm not sure if I'll ever stop getting chills with the Forza Ferrari uh, little lead in there. I, I very much enjoy listening to the theme song. It is the F1 Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He is Cody Zeeb. I am Rod Gomez. And uh, while we fanboy out to our own theme music, welcome to the show. Welcome to another episode uh, uh, and another weekend of F1 racing, buddy. Another weekend. Here we go. Uh, yeah, that intro, the music, the clips. Your beautiful voice. Oh, stop. It doesn't, it can't get much better than that. <laughs> Listeners don't want to hear us congratulate each other for an hour long. Uh, okay, we'll skip past that. <laughs> okay. No, I just say, look, it's it's so much fun. And this is the part of the, the joys of being a podcaster is getting to create stuff. And I know that, you know, when we listen to podcasts, we're always critical about things and we're always listening for a purpose. But sometimes, listeners, sit back and just enjoy the simple fact that People are creating this stuff, and and it you know it, what goes into it is a craft and it's an art. So uh, Cody and I have had so much fun. We just turned fifty on the NASCAR Gambling Podcast, so uh, make sure you go listen to that. But we're five episodes into this F one Gambling Podcast, and we have been having an absolute blast getting to know the community and actually just getting to know F one even more. So, uh, you know, I will grow as we continue to go. I mean, there's not much left in the season, uh, but we still have some good quality content for you the rest of it. Uh, and then, of course, beyond. But yeah, buddy, I mean, this has been a hell of a ride so far. Yes, sir. I've been having fun. Bets were a little bit more up and down this week than, than they were the, over the, the first race that we picked. But that's all right. We uh, we made up for it with a 30 to one over in NASCAR. So that helps. But uh, we saw we saw a couple good bets. So. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll walk through those here in a bit, but uh, man, another another week F one. I, I I fall in love with it more each and every week as I as I just learn more about it, read more about it, watch more stuff with all these drivers, follow the races, sit down and watch the whole thing. I uh, I'm having a great time, great time with it, and and I'm loving it. You know, it's funny because I I've started to watch now on the behest of Darius Butler, who by the way. 
I know he probably isn't listening to this episode because the guy's actually quite busy nowadays. He's going to be working with Sal Palantino over there on ESPN. If you're not following Darius Butler after the last show, you need to go now, especially because not only does he have his own show still with Antoine Bethea, but he's going to be on ESPN with Sal Palantino. How amazing. Congratulations to Darius Butler for landing that gig. Yeah, absolutely. Huge congratulations. So nice of him to jump on with us a couple weeks ago during during the break time and talk about F1 gambling, talk about how he got into it, how he loves it. Now to see him big timing on ESPN, super awesome. So shout out to him and and congrats. I can't wait to tune in and watch that and uh, see him in action. Yeah, and we're actually going to, I mean, he wants to come back on again. Like we're, we're going to get him on one of the pick shows here in the next couple of weeks when his schedule allows it. But he's, he's all about wanting to uh, jump back on and talk more F1 because I'm telling you right now, he, he was he was like, somebody finally talked F1 with me, and I love it. So uh, definitely going to bring him back on. So, uh, all right, let's. Uh, this is where we take a, um, a spin around the news and notes, but I just want to say, for those of you, if you are relatively new to F1, kind of like Cody and kind of like I are this season, go back and watch the um, the driving show on, on Netflix. Drive to Survive. Drive to yeah. Survive. I started to watch that recently again because Darius Butler had said uh that he started watching and that's how he got to be a fan I mean granted we kind of did it the other way around right we became fans a little bit and then I started watching it man let me tell you I know that we can cook in drama into anything we're human beings right that's that's what we do we can cook drama into anything but this sport has way more drama in it than NASCAR even for that matter and NASCAR seems relatively tame in comparison to what F1 guys go through yeah, exactly. I mean, I've I've also done the same thing. I I don't know why I never watched it originally. With as big of a motorsports fan as I am, and as much as I heard about how great it was, I always intended to, but I had, had just never gotten around to it. And now watching it and starting to go through it, like it's amazing to see too, like where different guys were for. I think 2018 was the first season of that show, so four or five years ago, some of the rides these guys were in and where they're at today and like watching the path for, for what led to them getting places and, and stuff like that, or, or seeing, you know, the big, the first couple episodes, this young Max Verstappen is just coming into Red Bull and, you know, they think he's maybe the future. And you look back now and you're like, yeah, he's won nine of 14 races this season, probably going to be the back-to-back champion. Like, I think they, I think they were right about that. You know, <laughs> it's funny too. Cause I, I see that where, uh, Verstappen, like this first couple episodes where they're talking about how Max is coming on and Max is, is doing really well. And, and, and just, I just think to myself, yeah, just wait. Just wait, yeah. just wait till yeah, he's wait. owning. Spoiler alert, uh, <laughs> this guy, this guy turns out to be pretty okay, right? Wanted to nudge the editors of the of the show and be like, hey, listen, uh, not sure if you guys know this or nothing, but you pretty much nailed it right on. Uh, yeah, exactly. But the guy also in, in the one show, because again, we'll go over our bets in the next, in the next segment, but um, I saw that one pit stop that didn't go right and the guy couldn't figure out, he had to, he had to re-pull him back in and like the the just the utter disgust on his face, and then obviously that cost Haas a chance to be to to have a top finish. And of course, they were talking about Haas being one of the the newer American teams in there. And now, of course, we know it's all a staple. But it, yeah, I I love documentaries, anyways. But getting into it now uh, for you guys out there who maybe new F one fans, highly recommend 
getting into it because it's it's certainly something worth checking out if you yeah. want to get yeah, and again you know if you are you know a long time f1 fan and you're and you're you know you're like i already know about all this stuff i watched that show back in 2018 like we get it trust me i know how it is you know when you hear somebody talk about nascar like that too but we're trying to also bring along a whole new crowd of f1 fans and get people into it like we have like you are you know you've been there and that's great we want to get other people and get ourselves to where you are so so bear with us a little but we're still going to have some good picks and some and some good bets for you to lay down and stuff too but but yeah if you and even if you did watch it first run i'm generally not a person that likes to go back and watch the same shows over because i've already seen it and i know what happens but going back and seeing that that point of view and being like man remember back in 2018 when this was going on or, or when they started talking about this driver and like just the Max Verstappen thing is the thing that just really, really jumped out to me. Cause it's like, man, not that long ago it was, Oh, he's the new kid in town and he's kind of taken over for Ricardo and, and all this stuff. And now knowing where he's at, it just makes it even more incredible. Yeah. And, and again, I just loved, and it makes you a, a, a sharper, better. In, in general, just because you are seeing and you're going back and especially if you're new and you go back and you watch this stuff, you're learning these these guys and you're learning their tendencies. You're learning the last three or four years. So when you're placing bets, you can go back to that show even because you don't got to go back and watch the whole race. Even you can just go watch the show and be like, oh, wow, he performed really well here. I remember this episode where, you know, this was going wrong or whatever. And, you know, a lot of betting and we talk about this. We're not trying to just give you picks. And if you're listening to this show just for picks, that's great. You know, you could probably fast forward at least 40 minutes and, and then you can get to the to the picks part of it. I implore you not to because, again, uh, we're, what we're trying to do is trying to bring you along as betters and try to give you the tools to, to hopefully not need us and just listen to us because you like us. Um, but, you know, learning and educating yourself about drivers, about teams, about tendencies, about where they were a couple of years ago versus where they're at now, all of that factors into research, right? And research is what makes you a more profitable, better in the long run. And it just makes you a, a better, underst gives you a better understanding of the sport in general. So don't shy away from opportunities like that, especially like this show um, is, is a perfect example of, and they're still going. So, it, you know, even if you started from this season and kind of caught up and then go back after when the season's over and watch the rest of it, any way you do it, I, I highly suggest that you do it. Yeah, agreed. And, and I mean, like, that's how I am in the position that I'm in now working for this, this you know, sports gambling podcast and everything. I mean, I've been a lifelong sports fanatic, like lived and breathed sports growing up. I've always watched it especially NASCAR, but football, basketball, baseball, like all over the place. And all, so, and then as I got, you know, a little bit older and so I'm like, man, sports betting, this is cool and stuff. And like, you start doing it and you're like, you don't really know what you're doing. You don't know what's going on. Then I stumbled across the sports gambling podcast and I started to learn from them and it just listening to them. And we try to be entertaining along the way as well, but, but just listening to them and how they go through stuff and, and, and they teach you. And that's what we're trying to do as well now in specific. I mean, theirs was more, you know, general overall. And of course, with a focus on the NFL and stuff, but but just teach you how to bet and and what to look for. And it's not, you know, we've we've said it before with these motorsports things. A lot of people are like, well, you just bet the winner. That's it. But there's so many other things, the races within the race that you can keep an eye on. And as much of a fan of NASCAR as I was before, getting into the betting side of it, 
has made me even more of a fan because there's so much more to keep an eye on and it means so much more. And again, it gives you that skin in the game. So it's, uh, yeah, it, I mean, that's just a few years ago. I was just that random guy listening to a podcast. And now here I am with a focus on the couple of sports that I really love and enjoy. And I'm able to help pass along that knowledge that I've picked up through my time of learning as well. So little knock on the door. Hey, Cody. Hey, Cody, you want to come out and play on a podcast? And sure enough, here we are, 50, 60 some odd episodes between the two shows later. Yeah, I'd say I'd say we're having a good time. Here we are. <laughs> uh, all right, speaking of good times, we had a good time watching the Hungarian Grand Prix last week, and we're going to break down those bets in the second stage of our show. But let's pay some bills. Let's let's make sure that we keep this show free for you by asking you, are you joining WinBet? Are you thinking of it at least? Now's the perfect time. If you are new customers who bet $100, you get a $100 free bet. Yeah, you heard me right. If you're betting baseball, you got to check out WinBet. The reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to bet in the MLB. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open. You got 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit up to $1,000 you want more? Win also just released their first QB with five TDs prop bets. You're probably into NFL, even if you listen to the F1 Gambling Podcast. What do you think? Patrick Mahomes? You think Derek Carr? Justin Herbert? Who's going to do it? Well, go place your bet on win right now. So much to choose from. All you got to do, head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change terms and conditions winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state. Play or play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. So... For any other sport that I'm looking at, I'm always opening up tabs, 15, 16, 20, 30, 100 tabs, just to do some research, just to open up the tabs for all the books alone that I'm shopping on. And then, of course, I want to find out what the weather's going to be like. I want to find out what their past performance was like. Look, all the research that goes into it, that takes a whole many more tabs. In fact, I've got kicked out of the library a couple of times because I took out all the computers because I was just trying to open up tabs to do my research gone. I can stay in the library now and do my research. Who does that anymore? But uh, whatever. I could do that now because of oddstrader.com. Oddstrader.com is the one-stop shop for all of your betting needs. Not only can you research all of the odds across all of the books that they provide for you, but you also do research into the handicapping side of it. You get play-by-play -play updates. You get live scores and bet tracking, player statistics, key game statistics, head-to-head -head matchups, past performances in those matchups, and game day weather don't have to open up a million tabs anymore. You just have to have one open to do everything that you did before. It's oddstrader.com. So go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Oddstrader, the number one site for all of your game day bets. The free roll football contests are here. And as we said before, they are better than ever. A college football contest right now, if you win, you get $1,500. The NFL contest you can win cash, sure, that's $5,000 if, if that means anything to you, but you also get a two-night stay at Win Las Vegas if you win. You want to find out how to get in there? Sign up exclusively in our Discord, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Find the little contest channel and make sure you get in there. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. All right, Cody, one thing we've prided ourselves is holding ourselves accountable for our bets. 
uh, because we are not just a show that glosses over everything that happened and try to make it sound like we did everything right. Because nine times out of ten, I don't. Notice I just said I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I miss sometimes too, Rod. Come on. Uh, well, I mean, you know. Uh, I did want to just touch. I, I know we kind of took up most of the news and notes segment, but I did want to say uh, that lap one hit. Did I don't know if you saw this article or not. Um, the lap one hit that Lewis Hamilton took when him and uh, Fernando Alonso got into it there and, and wrecked him out early. They said that that car sustained 45 G's when it came back down. Cause that kind of his, I think his nose kind of planted and the back went up and then came down. They said it was a 45 G hit. He just got out of the car and was like walking down that gravel road by himself after that. Like that was such a 45 G's. Oh my goodness, man. He was uh he should be a top gun pilot. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> oh that's my like, God. man, that's some, that's hella hella interesting that's insane and and you know what's crazy about is that yeah he was walking down that road the camera person that got that shot man i i want to put them up for whatever award i can because i look i i will get to the to the what it was but i had a lot of a lot riding on him but just to watch him walking forlornly down that street alone i was like man i feel even worse for him now yeah yeah that was a that was a long walk for sure it was but Uh, uh, but we had bets cody we had bets some of them hit so uh, let's go over what we talked about in, in our show last week. Okay. Uh, first up, I had Mercedes to win qualifying plus 550. Uh, I felt like there was pretty good uh, value here. It's plus 550, so obviously it's a longer shot. They ended up 7th and 8th, just didn't quite get it done. Um, they didn't look... We talked about it a lot of times in practice and stuff. They don't look the best. They did not look very good in qualifying either. Um, obviously, Lewis was out lap 1, so we didn't really get to see him in the race. Uh, George Russell ended up ended up with a pretty decent day, but uh, yeah, just just missed on this one. But again, plus five fifty. Uh, I don't feel like it was a horrible bet. I am I am going to switch it up with qualifying this week for my bet there. So uh, you know, but but value wise, I, I think it was an is an okay bet to make. Hey, and let's just say that that was. I mean, look, qualifying this week felt like it was absolutely insane versus what we're normal normally used to because you know Verstappen qualifying way in the back and get or in the middle of the pack at the very least again just nobody seemed to hit on qualifying and so you saw a lot of stuff go wrong uh with with gearboxes and all kinds of craziness so qualifying well, was yeah and then it was weird too because like Verstappen qualified the fastest but then with the penalties and stuff you had people starting all over the place so even qualifying almost didn't even matter because yeah, they qualified seventh and eighth, but they ended up starting like fourth and fifth because, or even better, I think they started third and fourth even because all the grid penalties and everything else that was going on. So the whole thing ended up being weird, which I think at the point we recorded last week, we weren't really, didn't really know that was going to be the case, but uh, oh well. <laughs> I know it's again, man, this is why we do this. This is why it happens because you just, as much as you think you can predict stuff, Nah, there's, there's just life tends to show you, you are wrong, my friend. Um, all right. Speaking of being wrong and not by much either. Oh my God. So I'm watching and I love me some fastest pit stop bets, right? This is, this is something that I've, I've loved all season long since I've started following it. Uh, but at the very least I say, well, I'm going to bet on the fastest pit stops because, um, that's just the way it is. (sighs) Well, that did not happen. I bet Red Bull. To get the fastest pit stop, I'm telling you right now, 
I was stoked when I saw the 2.29 second pit stop that Red Bull pulled with Perez. Uh, I was I was over the moon. Well, in comes Alpine, 2.22 seconds. So 0. 0.07. Point zero seven That's seconds. That's how close you were. <laughs> Literally, the Jackman could have done nothing short of screw me by 0. 0.07 seconds to let the Jack down that fast. So. Uh, but look, man, the the the, <laughs> the margin of of uh, of error here is not very big, and and Re- again, Red Bull had it for a while until Alpine turned that two point two two second pit stop. So I'm still feeling pretty good about the fact that I gave Red Bull out because it wasn't like they got beat by a full tenth of a second or or even two tenths, um, because that was really what it was all about. And and yeah, Ugh, so frustrating. So close, so close. I'll still bet right. him. I'll still bet him. I'll tell you that. But, yeah, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, I mean, obviously a great bet. If you lose a bet by .07 <laughs> seconds, I'd say you're pretty damn close to getting it right. <laughs> uh, next up for me, I had the uh, Mercedes double top six. I'd been riding this one for weeks and weeks, minus 250. So you're definitely, you were paying up on the juice. We know you only pay the juice when you lose. Unfortunately, this time it lost. I think had that, first lap incident not happened with Hamilton and Alonzo, it probably would have hit yet again. Um, I, I would go back and make this bet again. I, I continually made it for weeks and weeks and weeks. Probably going to lay off it a little bit now just because that minus, minus 250 is a little bit of a sting. And I'm, I was hoping it would adjust some, but it's kind of still hanging around the same area. So, But again, I had been asked earlier on, you know, are, are you sure you're comfortable giving out something with such juice? But but as many times as you hit it prior to this past weekend, it still paid off for missing at one time. So it happens uh, again, just, just bad luck. I mean, Russell was fourth and, and I mean, you know, guys like Leclerc were even uh, back in seventh, I think six or yeah, even a six. So Alonzo got a top five in there. So I think that Lewis had he been in the race would have had a very good chance to, to get it done. But uh Obviously, that that first lap incident—that's the kind of stuff that's going to cost you in racing, and that's why they call it gambling. Tell you, man, I don't know how how you could just not be remotely just irritated to to holy hell to not even make it through an entire lap. He didn't even make it through an entire lap. Like literally, the first it's couple so of turns crazy too. I mean, if you you think about it, I mean, so like in NASCAR, we see wrecks and stuff, and like they're kind of flying across the country and stuff. But like these guys are traveling around the world. You get there for the weekend, you go through three practices, you go through qualifying, you've done all this studying and data and all this other stuff. You go through all the pre-race ceremonies, all the interviews, all this shit. You get in the car, the lights go off, three turns later, your day's over. And it's like, oh, all of that stuff to get up to it. And then it's just done that fast. That has to be probably like one of the most frustrating things. Like if you wreck like late in the race, it sucks because, you know, you made it through the day and stuff, but like, at least you got to go race. <laughs> you didn't even get to go race. Like, <laughs> and after a long spring, summer break too, like they hadn't raced in weeks. You're finally back in the car and then it's over that quick. That's rough. But he, uh, he had a 200 mile an hour drive in the park. Basically. Yeah, it was just like, exactly <laughs> right. Quick. Uh, this is how drag racers feel, huh? I go- <laughs> That's probably what he's thinking too, man. All for like 15 seconds, uh, maybe not even that. <clears throat> Speaking of seconds, uh, I gave out the winning margin under five of them 
at plus 135. The track record had stated that, you know, seven of the last 12 had been within that range and, and that it was supposed to be a really close race. Well, apparently they didn't take into account Max Verstappen and how absolutely freaking dominant this guy is no matter where he starts on the grid. Dude started, in fact, I said it in the Discord, you could probably start him at the back of the pack, give the rest of the field a two-minute head start, and he's still going to beat you by at least 30 seconds. Uh, well, he. I think at some point this season, you just put him like a lap or two down just for the drama <laughs> of like how quickly does it take him to get to the lead? Like, I mean, dude, it's, it's insane. And like... He already had eight wins going into this last race, and you had, we hadn't seen one as dominant as this one was. And he started in 14th. Like everybody was so shocked. He, he came from 10th the week before. It was crazy. He got up there. You put him all the way back in 14th, and it was like blink of an eye. He was in first, and nobody had anything for him. Just absolutely crazy. You want to talk about a drive in the park? That's exactly what Verstappen had all day. No one was even close to any part of him. Like he was, he finished 17 seconds ahead of of Perez, his teammate, and and even Perez was like, "There's no way I'm catching him." Like literally, the race is not for first anymore. I got to keep the podium. Is really all there was to it. So yeah, 17 seconds, man. I I don't even know. I don't even know. Like, there's nothing. No one's got an answer for anything for for Max this season. So, you could, like I said, you could put him anywhere in the grid. And that was the other thing too that that I think this was a good bet was we're coming off the summer break. So you're hoping at this point maybe nobody's going to catch Verstappen as far as winning, but maybe somebody can run with him a little bit. But 17 seconds after he starts fourth, I guess. That's that's the answer to that question. <laughs> well, and and look, so even you go back is twenty six seconds above uh, Sain. So like, yep. come on, man! Like nobody had anything for him all day long. Winning margin far more than five seconds. That did not hit. So <laughs> let's let's move on to one that actually did hit. Hey, let's we got a winner here uh, and a plus money too. Uh, Shaw Leclerc not to finish on the podium, plus one hundred. Uh, I don't know what <laughs> again, and it wasn't even, I mean, so granted they, they put the wrong tires on his car for qualifying. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that, which, uh, interesting again, <laughs> Ferrari just shooting themselves in their foot in their own foot. There wasn't really a bunch of mistakes during the race. Like we've seen that that hasn't, that has cost him, but I just think they're not at the point they were at the beginning of the season. They're not as good as they were. And for some reason, we'll get into this when we get into the bets, but they're giving it to us at even better odds this week after it doesn't hit again this past week. So I don't get it. Plus 100, this this was an easy one. And, I mean, sixth place, he was never really a threat at all for a podium finish. It uh, wasn't really a factor in the race much at all. So, again, he, he, he did have to come from the back or farther back. I don't remember exactly where he ended up starting, but um, because he, he also had a grid penalty. But... Still, I just, I, I don't know. His name, for whatever reason, is holding a lot more weight. And I guess we saw this at the beginning of the season, too, with Lewis Hamilton, where odds when you were going against him were just ridiculous because of his name, even though the results on the track weren't there. And we're still seeing this with Leclerc, and I'm going to keep riding that while we can because I, I just don't get it. When, when you've gone so many races in a row without getting one, why are we still getting plus money on you to not? I don't know, but uh, we'll take that. We'll chalk chalk that W up. 
Chalk that W up. Uh, yeah. And, plus money, and so he that, was pissed that off. That helps a little on the, the <laughs> minus 250 mess. <laughs> it does. Yeah, he was pissed off pretty much the whole race, too. His radio his radio transmissions were not. He should be pretty pissed off this whole season, to yeah. be honest. <laughs> yeah, he was, not, he was not at all thrilled. I love I love F1 radio. God, it's my favorite thing in that whole thing. I mean. It's it's great. Yeah. NASCAR radio is fun and all, but F1 radio just, they those guys, yeah, they, they tell it like it is. Um, yes. All right, I had a bet that both drivers, uh, both Mercedes drivers would be on the podium at the end of the day. Again, it happened for more than it had in over the last few races, uh, but unfortunately we saw Hamilton didn't make it that lap, uh, pulled 45 Gs into a, um, uh, trying to give public relations to the MIG pilot that he was uh, inverted with. Uh, that did not go well. So yeah, uh, uh, Russell missed the podium by one. Like one place, he was three seconds behind uh, Carlos there in his Ferrari. And it was a lot to do with pit strategy, too, when it came down to it, because Russell was there for the most part. He had a chance, actually, at the end to catch him, to catch Carlos, but unfortunately lost pretty much the whatever he had. His tires were getting eaten up, and he, he couldn't hang with them over the last couple of laps. So fell out of the podium. It was really close. I'd still make that bet again last week, given what we were. Uh, but yeah, that didn't happen. It just didn't work. Didn't work. Yeah, and I mean, it, it had been working so well. They had had all that momentum of constantly doing it week after week. So I don't think it was a bad bet. Again, hard to know what could have happened if Hamilton hadn't been out of the race. Things could have been different for Russell. They could have had different strategies as well, too. So just, uh, yeah, chalk that one up to the, to the bad luck of wrecking. Indeed. Um, all right, speaking of which, winners gave, well, we gave out winners. Obviously, both of us pretty much gave out max for and that was that was a no-brainer i know you I mean, officially had him on your that's sheet kind but, of the that's yeah. kind of the chalk winner for the rest of the season yeah is, uh, <laughs> which is we'll get into that too they finally figured it out and shifted the odds but we found plus 100 last week on max which just stupid value and even when you found out and I, they didn't even shift the line when they found out he was going to the back or to back to 14th wherever he ended up starting but for for good and obvious reason he's the best car out there there's not much that's going to stop him unless it's sometimes something mechanical or he gets in an accident. It's going to be hard for him not to win every single race the rest of the season because he is just head and shoulders and an entire body above everyone else better than the rest of the field this year. And sometimes that's just how it goes in racing. I mean, you see it in, in different forms of motorsport all over where guys just have dominant years and, that happens and uh you know people are gonna start looking towards 2023 here soon and figuring out what can they do to slow him down what can they do to to, to stick with him yeah it's it's insane like i again we gave out max because we we just say every week you might as well just put something on him because he's gonna end up winning or if he doesn't it's not gonna hurt because one of the other two people that we give you could possibly be it obviously we gave uh russell and hamilton both mercedes we talked about how hamilton finished fourth didn't really even have the car to win uh, all day long, and then Hamilton didn't even get a chance to show it. So, um, yeah, I mean, what can you do? <clears throat> we'll go back to the drawing board this week, as we always yeah, do. And, and I think, too, just to, on the long shot part, we're still going to keep giving out long shot winners. And I think even if you're finding a way to bet Max to win or you're just laying the juice and taking it because it seems so obvious, you always want to have a little bit on these longer shots because – if and when something does happen, and it's going to, uh, it's unlikely he's going to end up winning every single. I'm not going to put it past him because he could. But at some point, there's a chance something goes wrong. 
And at that time, you're going to want to have a little bit on these long shots because if you can hit one then, it's, it's going to feel good. It's going to be nice, and it's going to save any losses you take from just going all in on max, which you probably should be doing at this point. I mean, don't we always tell you don't bet the mortgage, but – I mean, it but depends man, on how it's, uh, <laughs> it depends on how much your mortgage. If I is. have to put my trust, if I have to put my trust in one man, do, he might be the guy. Do the kids have to go to college? I'm just, you know, that's all there is to it. Uh, all right, let's let's uh, help you get your kids to a better college uh, in the next segment as we give you our bets and uh, not mute that mic, mute this mic. And before we do, <laughs> let's talk to you about promoguys.us for all you sports bettors out there. Let me tell you about the best new way to increase your bankroll. It's called, it's called promoguys.us. And at promoguys.us, you can get the biggest bonuses from all the best sports books in the country. We're talking $1,000 risk-free deposits. You get insane odds boosts and, most importantly, the best analytics in the business, plus tons of of free picks as well. Promoguys.us is your guide to betting smart. Once again, that's promoguys.com, or I'm sorry, promoguy.us. Now let's move on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. I know you already got a few leagues on there. I know I use it for mine. Cody uses it for his. We're in an auction league together. It's on Sleeper. Surprise, surprise. It's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now... You can win on Sleeper, too, by playing in their new over-under game. Over-unders is integrated into fantasy. It's the first sports contest game built into the fantasy experience. So not only can you enter a contest via over-under itself, but here's the deal. Now you can do so through your Fantasy League's matchup screen. So you got Patrick Mahomes as your starting fantasy QB. Smart person, by the way. Thank you very much for uh, for making yourself available to that. But not only do you think that you are going to crush your opponent in your fantasy matchup this week, but you see out of the corner of your eye, Patrick Mahomes is over under is set at 250 passing yards. Oh my God, you're going to smash that for sure, right? Now you don't got to leave the matchup screen to make that bet, to make that thing. You could just go to Sleeper and hit that button, make that bet, cash that prop that easy, right? And if you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money that you put in. The main reason I'm excited about the over-under on Sleeper. It's the only app where I can join my buddy's contest so we can all play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friend's picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. So stop whatever you're doing right now. Download that Sleeper app, play their new over-under game, and have fun with your friends. And more importantly, make some money over there on your mobile phone by joining our listener group over at Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP. Sleeper's going to automatically match your first deposit up to $100 using that promo code SGP. Again, go to sleeper.com slash SGP. You'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. So you're the person in the office that is charged with running all of your office pools, right? And you know as well as I do that that takes a certain level of work that most people don't appreciate. You've got people coming up to you every 15 seconds asking you for updates. They want to know what the sheets look like. You got all of your spreadsheets. And then on top of that, you've got to work. So let's take some of that stress off of you. You want to know how to do it? Go over to Run Your Pool. Run Your Pool, it's the home of competition. It's bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect, and of course, make every game matter that much more. You want all different types of games to play? Run Your Pool offers every type of game that you can even imagine under the sun, from Pick'em to Survivor to Fantasy Pools, literally the one-stop shop for sports gaming with customizable features that you are not going to get anywhere else. 
We walk the walk when we talk the talk. We've teamed up with Run Your Pool to host a pool for our official SGPN NFL Survivor Contest. You want in? Hop in now to reserve your spot. $500 cash and a $250 gift certificate to the SGPN store is up for grabs if you win. Sign up today over at play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. That's play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. We move on now to the part of the show that we enjoy just about the most, and that is winning you guys some money with the bets that we make. Uh, a little bit, I feel like this is a little bit easier of a bet to make. Now we, we have a little bit more to go off of, and we know what we're, uh, what we're up against. So uh, I think we've picked some pretty, pretty good wins. And again, guys, if you're listening, and, and if you've made it this far, thank you so much, first of all. You make it easier for us to continue this show. But second of all, you also understand that we're, we're still kind of growing into the F1 betting space, and most of America is. So we're finding new and creative bets to, to find for you uh, because there is a ton to bet on in F1. And we want to get creative. We want to have some fun with you and, and find bets that are going to win that aren't just betting on Max Verstappen, which, by the way, you could probably do it any, every week anyways. Yeah, again, back to the race within the race. If, yeah, if you look at F1, well, what can you possibly bet on there when the same guy wins every week? Well, we just talked about a couple things that hit besides that. And uh, yeah, there's plenty of stuff. So let's jump right into it. Uh, obviously, headed to the Dutch Grand Prix this this weekend uh, in the Netherlands. Uh, practice one is where I'm going to start. Ferrari is minus 110 to win practice one. Uh, we've seen it from them time and time again. You can't trust to bet them in the race. <laughs> you can bet against them in the race. We've done that as well, and it's worked. When they unload, they are just always fast right away. Last race, last weekend in Belgium, they came out first and second with Sainz and uh, Leclerc, 1-2. Back in Hungary, Sainz was fastest again, Leclerc was third. Back in France, Leclerc was fastest, Sainz was third. And then back in Austria, um, it was, uh, I lost it, but it was uh, Max was fastest there, but then Leclerc was second. So, again, they are always one of the top cars on the board. Now, Max, obviously, is is the biggest threat to them and their speed. And we've seen um, some other guys get up there every once in a while. But Ferrari consistently very fast right off the truck. You don't have to worry about their bad decisions as long as they get the right tires on there right away anyways. But, uh, <laughs> but they're fast usually right out of the gate. So, practice one winner, Ferrari at minus 110. I love it. And if you look also, too, at the weather, uh, weather will not be a factor on Friday. It should be partly cloudy with winds and sunny spells. Saturday, they are predicting a little bit of rain. Uh, Maybe. It says an increasing chance of rain. So, yes, definitely, if you're going to bet on a practice, I would say practice one and practice two would be the best ones to to bet on. Race day weather is supposed to be just cloudy all day with sunny spells. Uh, no rain really in the forecast, so hopefully we don't have to deal with wet tires. But yeah, I definitely, in fact, I'll, I'll echo you on a practice bet. And I'll give you uh, Russell over Hamilton in practice one as far as who's the faster between the two. I mean, look, we all we know that both of these guys are fast. Both of these Mercedes have speed and most uh, both of them are, are capable of finishing on the podium at races, right? But for whatever reason... 
It seems like Russell has continued to be faster than Hamilton in practice. In fact, Russell's been faster four of the last five practices and three in a row, uh, to be honest. And that's that's where I'm getting my betting from and the fact that Russell's done this for the last... And, of course, Hamilton just took that gigantic hit. He may not want to push it in practice. He may just want to get his, his legs back underneath them, especially in the first... You take 45 Gs, you get back into that car, you, uh, and I don't care who you are. I don't care how much you're not afraid of dying. That's got to put a little rattle in you, right? So Yeah, and, and that's a real thing, too, with these guys. Like, yes, you hear these race car drivers talk, and they understand. They know the risks. When they put that helmet on, they can't think about those risks in the car, but... It's in the back of your head just a little tiny bit. Last time I was in this car, that happened. That could be just enough to keep him slower when he's already been slower in the practices. So, yeah, this is a really, really good bet as well. I like this one. Yeah, and again, we're not talking about him having to do this every single time. It's just the first practice of the week, and Russell's proven to be the faster car in practice for whatever reason uh, over the last three or four weeks uh, versus Hamilton. So, Give me that at minus 140, uh, and I'll lock that in. Yes, I like it. Okay, uh, jumping up next, I got two teammates matched against each other. Carlos Sainz and Charles Leclerc are matched up together, and Sainz is plus 140 on this side of the matchup. Again, I just got done talking about it in the recap, where Leclerc, just his name carries weight for whatever reason, but the numbers don't back it up. Three races in a row, Sainz has finished better than he has. Five of the last six, Leclerc had one win in there, but five of the last six races, he's finished better. Ferrari has not had the greatest strategy and all that stuff, but it's more been on Leclerc's car than been on Sainz's car, and he has just been constantly right there in the mix, not necessarily coming up and battling for the wins, although I believe he did win earlier this season, but but he just, he's kind of been hanging out there, you know, end of the podium, fourth, fifth, sixth place. But that's been good enough in five of the last six and the last three in a row to beat his teammate. Again, you're getting at a plus money. If you're able to mix in some of these plus money bets and hit them, it really takes this thing off of if you miss one that that's negative money and stuff like that. And so being able, there's, there's a lot of good value out there. If you look around a little bit, and and you dig into the head to heads because if you just if you throw this out to just random F1 fan, oh, Leclerc is much better than Science is. He's the number one guy for Ferrari, of course. But if you look at it, that's not been the case for quite a few races in a row. And once you start to get so many races in a row with the same result, how, how do you go against that? And and so I think that's the case. You just take it, especially when you're getting it at plus one forty. That's great value. One or two is an outlier. Three, four, five, that is a pattern. And that's what we look for in, in our betting as patterns and try to track those patterns and see if they make for good bets. And uh, obviously, this is one that has, you can track it back a few races and know that at plus money, this is, and I, you know, it's and, funny. And this is too, where, where you get the books, who knows who's setting the lines for these, but it might just be some guy that doesn't know a ton about F1. And he's like, well, of course Leclerc is better driver. Right. And they just said it that way because that's how it is. Like this is where you can catch them sleeping before they adjust to the actual results because yes, they base things on how things have gone lately, but certain guys with certain names are always going to cost more. They're always going to 
be lower odds just because their name, just because of what they've done in the past, even though it's not necessarily reflective of what they're doing right now, what they've been doing recently. So that's when you want to jump on these types of bets and get in on this stuff before they finally realize, shit, we've lost the same thing six weeks in a row. Maybe we should change it. Uh, if it ain't broke, well, if you're broke, you should probably fix it. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, it, it, and I love it, too, because I'm looking across your bets. Normally, Cody, I'm the plus money guy, and you're the one that finds some other stuff. I and mean, we find plus money, but, like, all of yours across the better plus money. So applause to you for finding all the good plus money stuff. Uh, I was just so digging in that I thought, oh, man, shit, look, he's got all the plus money today. Uh, that's right. Yep, It's kind of a plus money week. I had a lot of plus money stuff on the NASCAR side of things, too. But, I know. Uh, I know. It's fantastic. I'm feeling confident in some some plus money bets this week, so I like it. Well, I'm feeling confident in this next one, and uh, it may seem like one. In fact, we don't never, normally talk about Alpine uh, very much on the show, but uh, I, I found one that I liked a lot, and that's Alpine, a double top 10 finish at minus 140, you know, Cody always says it. You only pay the juice if you lose. Uh, but Alpine's done this in the last two races in a row. And I, I feel like they're getting a little bit better in their finishes week after week. Um, you know, we, we saw Esteban Ocon do it uh, and, and finish in the top 10. And so, and then uh, Fernando Al Alonso finished se uh, fifth last week. We talked about him getting into that little mix-up with Hamilton and still finishing in the top five. But, um, again, these guys are, are steady climbing and the last couple of races, they've been in, able to do it. And look, even if they do it like they did uh, the week before in Hungary where they finished 8-9, I'll, I'll still take that. Look, it doesn't matter if it's 8-9, 9-10. As long as they both finish inside the top 10, this uh, bet cashes. So, uh, you know, like I said, they've been, they've been getting there. They've been getting there, and they've done it the last couple of races. So I think we may see it again. Yeah, a little uh, spoiler alert for you. I just finished up my F1 DFS article that'll be out here soon, and uh, Fernando Alonso is the cover guy on that. So uh, I'm going to back back you on this one with the Alpine. They've been been getting better, especially uh, Alonso these last couple of weeks, but, but Ocon as well. So, yeah, I, I like this for a double top 10, and you're getting at pretty decent odds. Again, this week I was able to find some plus odd stuff, but a lot of times – you're just you're laying a little bit of juice in a lot of these F1 bets, but there is a lot of things that are very very predictable in F1 and very consistent, and so it's okay if you have to lay some juice. So only getting it at only minus one forty, I really like this one. Indeed, um, I, we did skip over one of mine because I, I went to the practice one. So before we give your your uh, winners out, I just want to give the first one that I, I skipped over I got, because well, I think we got oh, we're we're good. I got one. Oh more. yeah, you, you do got, got one, one more. more. Okay, go for it. Hit your yeah. hit yours. You just jumped around. I but. did. All right. Well, we talked about this one in the recap. Charles Leclerc to not finish on the podium was plus one hundred last week. This week it's plus one thirty. I, I don't know. <laughs> he didn't finish on the podium last week. We're at three races in a row, eight of the last nine, where he's not finished on the podium. I understand that he is one of the best drivers. I understand that Ferrari has been good. They can be good when they don't step on their own feet and they don't have issues, but they've been stepping on their own feet and having issues a lot, <laughs> and I just cannot trust it. Now, will we be surprised if he comes out and finishes second or even maybe some by some chance beats Verstappen and wins this race. No, because we've seen him do it and because we know he's capable of it, but he's not been doing it. And so while he's not been doing it, you're still giving me plus money for him to not do it again. 
this doesn't even have to be he has to be the first car out of the race or he has to finish last or 15th or 10th. He just has to finish fourth or worst. There is easily three, four, five other cars that can beat him on a weekend out basis. We saw it last week. Granted, he started farther back because of the, the power unit change and had to fight his way through the field, but he was still only able to get up to sixth and not any farther. So just them always shooting themselves in the foot, them always finding another way, uh, a late pit stop where they think, well, let's go get the fastest lap. And then they still can't get the fastest lap that costs them at the end. And it's like, what the hell are you guys doing? And so because of all of that, plus 130 for him not to be on the podium again, I can't, it's too good for me not to pass up and you're still getting it at plus odds and even more plus odds than you got it last week. So I don't understand, but, but I'll take it. We're sorry, Ferrari fans. We're sorry, Leclerc fans. It's just, you know, this is, this is just the patterns man. that we look at, right? I'm telling you, these are it's, patterns. Yeah. And it's not, it's not that he's bad because he's good. It's not because they're a bad team or they have bad cars because they don't just the people making the decisions suck. <laughs> Oh man, this is why we love this sport. Not saying I could do it any better because I probably could. Oh God, no! Are I'm you sure somebody me? could. There's a reason that I jockey this mic and not exactly. like sit up on top of a pit box. No, I'm good. Uh, all right, so my last bet because, like I said, I skipped over all of it and I'm gonna go right back to where I started. Um, there's a always every week. There's a safety car bet, and uh, there's either yes or there's no. And uh, obviously, we talked about laying juice because. A lot of these bets you do, uh, you you can do you can find some plus money, but by and large, F one comes with a lot of of inherent risk when laying juice. So the safety car, yes, this week is at minus two hundred, but I think it's going to hit. Uh, the last couple of weeks, we saw Lewis Hamilton bringing it out when uh, he got roughed up and had to retire on the side of the road, and then take the six mile ruck march back to the starting line, uh, wherever he was at, alone, dejected probably just collecting his thoughts about life in general uh but he i'll have to share i i have to see if i can find it again but i just saw a meme and it showed him walking down the road and then it put the sign for the the dutch grand prix and it said lewis hamilton finally makes it to the dutch grand prix it was pretty funny i'll have to share that in the discord if i can find it again but uh i was like oh sad but hilarious at the same time there's that gif of of um the the guy from arrested development the kid from arrested Development, that's always walking alone right and kicking down that that's what yep. it reminded me of right there uh yeah exactly yeah but whether it was weather whether it was hamilton bringing it out there's been safety cars quite a bit this season that we've seen. And I, I believe, and I'm not, because it doesn't specify, but I believe virtual safety cars still count toward this bet, correct? I That, you probably have to check with your book. I believe I saw that it doesn't count. Oh. I think it's only a true safety car, but we'll dig into that more and get back to you on that for sure. But uh, And it might vary book to book too, depending on, on who you're with and, and what, their rules are i know that's one of those things that can be iffy but i think it only i think it is the actual safety car but i could be very wrong on that too well if you know the answer jump into the discord sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash discord find the f1 channel it, it, please enlighten us again we're, we're not too proud to admit that we need to learn some stuff still so if you know the answer to it and you want to tell us and say hey idiots no this is it then by all means jump in and let us know uh because then we will bring you on the show and you can defend yourself uh, just kidding. <laughs> All right. Let's get to some winners, Cody. Let's get to some winners. So <laughs> Max Verstappen is minus 200 to win this week. 
<laughs> I'm not saying don't bet that because, I mean, what what's going to stop him from winning again this week? I I, I don't know himself. But, uh, yeah, that that's the only thing that can stop him is himself. But I didn't want to just give out Max Verstappen a minus two hundred to win because that's boring, and you could probably figure that out on your own. So you can get Max Verstappen to win the pole, have the fastest lap, and win the race at plus two sixty five. Now that's not as assured, obviously, as him just going out and winning the race. But uh, so so the Dutch Grand Prix, he grew up about two and a half hours uh, from from where this track is at. So basically, a local home race for the Dutch driver in the Dutch Grand Prix. Obviously, it would make sense. <laughs> but uh, but they've not raced this. So 1985 they raced, and then they stopped racing this event until last year. They raced it here. He came out, he won the pole, he also won the race, and he's 10 times better this year. We just talked about it. He's got the best car. There's, unless it is a mechanical issue or he gets involved in a wreck, I don't see any way anybody beats him. He's going to be fast. He's going to be quick. We've seen him get, uh, he's got the pole in the two of the last four events. And then obviously just the, the whole angle of him coming home. He's on top of the world right now one of the best drivers in the entire world on top of F1. He gets to come home, show off for all his family and friends in person, how good he is. He's going to want to get this trifecta of all three things. And this gives you a way to bet it where you're not laying the minus 200. I'm not saying don't do that because it's going to be hard for me not to, because he's that good. And it's, it's almost crazy to give something out like that. But, but this is a fun way where you get it to do all three and you're getting plus 265, so you're getting pretty pretty decent odds there, and uh, and then that, that can help build your day up. Absolutely. Uh, what, who's your long shot? I, you got a long shot in there. I want, I want you to... Got to throw out a long shot. Lewis Hamilton, 12 to 1. Just, just value. I mean, there's not really anything to that other than he's been close this year. Mercedes has been good. They've been consistent. We've harped on Mercedes week in and week out. Uh, we love them every week. They're the most consistent team. At 12 to 1, last week he was like 5 to 1 or 6 to 1. Now you're getting him 12 to 1 just because he wrecked on lap one last week. Like, you know what I mean? So he's obviously one of the greatest to ever do it. He's going to get another win eventually. I really, really hope, anyways, because I want to see it. Um, but, but at 12 to 1, again, we talked about you got to have some sprinkles here and there on some of these longer shots because if you are laying minus 200 on Max and he doesn't win, you're hoping to have something else in there to make up for it, and this would be the way to do it. Indeed. Uh, all right, my last bets. Uh, again, I've, I've got a winner as well, a long shot winner, but I'm going to echo exactly what Cody said as far as uh, you, you're not doing yourself any favors if you don't put anything on Max because if he wins and again, then you're a little ticked off at yourself that you didn't put anything on him. Uh, and if he doesn't, maybe Lewis wins. Maybe the guy that I'm going to give you in a little bit wins and it'll it'll make everything – the owie will not hurt quite as much. Uh, but I'm going to give you my final bet as uh, Russell and Saenz as both top six finishers. Uh, this is at minus 225. Again, it's, it's juiced heavy, but the chances of it happening are, are very, very good. The last three races in a row, this has happened for both of them to be in the top six. I mean, Russell, we've talked about him being on the podium – for the last month and a half almost, uh, basically. And just every time you turn around, he's sitting there, whether it's second, whether it's third, he's on the podium. Well, now we're only asking him to get inside the top six, which he's done uh, several times over this season. And then, like we said, both of them finishing in the top six, 
has happened the last three races in a row. Even if you throw Hamilton into the mix and still give a, a top six finish for both of these guys because Mercedes is that good. And then, of course, we know and we talked about Ferrari being that good too. So uh, I like both of these guys inside of the top six at minus 225. And then I'm going to toss out my long shot winner, and that's Verstappen's teammate Perez. It's Red Bull Racing, man. If it's not Verstappen, Perez was second last week. And, and again, it maybe by a country mile, uh, and, and maybe that country was the entire country of Belgium. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> this, the, the fact of the matter, he was second. So has, has he been on the podium a lot lately? No. But, again, this is Red Bull racing. These guys are among the elites. So if it's not Verstappen, I'm probably going to go and, and think that it's going to be Perez at plus 1,700 for Perez to win. So I, I like the value in at least sprinkling something on that in case his teammate doesn't wax the floor with everybody this week. Yeah, again, and if something does happen to Verstappen, if something would have happened last week, then Perez is the guy that gets that. It's likely not going to happen, but you got to have those long shots just in case it does happen. And, and to your uh, to your double top six finish, I love that. We talked about uh, signs a few minutes ago. I just was just saying you can count on him every week to be fourth, fifth, sixth. He's not necessarily lighting the world on fire, but he's consistently always in there. Russell's finished in the top six in every single race other than, I think it was the British GP. There was the accident at the beginning of the race, got out of the car, wasn't allowed to continue. So that's the only time he's not finished a race in the top six. So, I mean, we're 14 races in now. I'd say 14 of, you know, 13 of 14 with that one asterisk of he wasn't allowed to race, basically, it is a pretty decent sample size. So, uh, yeah, I, I really like that one as well. And then, yeah, 17 to 1 for Perez. Again, you just got to have those little tiny sprinkles just in case it's still racing and anything can still happen. And uh, even Max Verstappen is not above above something bad happening during the race and costing him. So uh, you got to have them just in case. And I think that those are a couple good long shots in case Verstappen doesn't get the win. Aliens could come down and just snatch Verstappen up and try to collect him for their big galactic I don't know if the aliens race. are even good enough to beat him at this point. But uh, <laughs> the, spaceship, the spaceship can't even catch that Red Bull car. Yeah. <laughs> I, I believe it. It's very possible. <laughs> I believe it. Uh, all right. Well, let's, uh, let's get your pen and paper out. We'll go over the bets one more time before we wrap things up. Uh, Cody started you out with uh, the practice one winner being a Ferrari at minus 110. Uh, I gave you Russell over Hamilton in that first practice at minus 140. Cody gave you Sainz over Leclerc at plus 140. And then I turned around and gave you Alpine as a double top 10 finish at minus 140. Cody, once again, believes Leclerc is not going to be on the podium at plus 130. Uh, the books don't seem to agree with that, but Cody's standing fast and Leclerc is proving us right so far. Uh, and then I gave you, uh, let's see, Russell and, oh, I'm sorry, I gave you a safety car that there would be a safety car this week at minus 200. Look, these guys are getting chippy. The The end of this season is starting to get close. Uh, they're not making any friends out there anymore. They're, they're trying to go after whatever they can. Uh, maybe not the championship at this point, but they're trying to get where they can at the end. So I think there'll be a safety car this week too. And then, of course, Cody wrapped it up with Verstappen winning the pole, getting the fastest lap, and winning the race at plus 265, and threw in uh, Lewis Hamilton at plus 1,200 to win. I gave you a Russell and Sainz top six finish at minus 225, and gave you Perez as a plus 1,700 speculative uh, bet out there to win the race as well. So, Cody, I feel pretty good about this week, man. I think we've got some solid, solid bets laid down. 
I do. I feel like it's gonna be another good week. Uh, you know, if, if this last race was your first time with us, s- stick with it. It wasn't the the best week of of betting, but we're transparent about it. We'll go through everything. And you know, the show before that, we hit a plus fifty bet even with Verstappen winning. So uh, we we've been able to find some other angles. Got a thirty three to one earlier in the season and in an article before we had the show. So we're uh, we're we're learning, but uh, we're still giving out plenty of good winners and finding some good angles. So. Another week F1 racing, get a wake up, start your Sunday morning off right. Uh, I'm excited. I'm, I'm happy for it and uh, ready to go, ready to make some money. Hell, I'm watching the timer right now. 12 hours, 56 minutes as we're taping this to practice. So, so much to have yeah. fun with, watching practice, watching the two practices on Friday, one on Saturday, and then, of course, qualifying as well. So, yeah, a lot of fun to have this weekend uh, to F1. Uh, just just again, it's so much fun. We're so glad to be with you. We're so glad you're listening. Thank you so much for being a part of the the inaugural part of this season that we got going on, and we're just so happy to be bringing you F1. Cody, as I gush, tell everyone where they can find you on uh, on social media. Yes, you can find me on Twitter, at Husker underscore Zeeb. Got a ton of stuff going on right now, a bunch of fantasy football stuff, a bunch of NFL stuff, a bunch of NASCAR stuff. We've got a nice little surprise coming up for that as well. And yeah, so you can find all my work there at Husker underscore Zeeb. I share it all there. You can also follow the show has a a page on Twitter. It's at F1 gambling pod. And then, yeah, if you could toss us a rating and review too, that's the biggest thing that helps us continue to grow and get the word out there and, uh, and get more people in. And the more people that are gambling on F1, the more people that are watching F1, the better it is for the sport, the more options, the books are going to give us everything. So, uh, We're all one big happy family here. We are totally one big happy family. Again, follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. There's a link in the bio in there that tells you everything that's going on with me, whether it's NASCAR Gambling Podcast, whether it's all of my work on the Sportsbook Review or all of my work for the Sports Gambling Podcast. Find it all right there in my Twitter at RJ Gomez. Again, just like Cody said, you know, rate, review, do all that good stuff to help this show grow. And, of course, join the Discord. It's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. There's an F1 channel. There's an NASCAR channel. There's a bar. There's movies, TV. I, look, just get in there. Dig around. You're going to find something to talk about and people up at all hours of the night to talk about it with you. Plus, the contests that are going on. Free rolls, man. Everybody loves a good free roll. The NFL season right around the corner. We're giving you all the free rolls we want. Again, thanks for listening. Enjoy another weekend of F1 racing. As we always say, let's go racing and let it ride.